This is episode 111 of The Upside, which I feel like should be some sort of good luck. Just because... It's 111. And whenever I look at the clock, it's 1111. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And one plus one plus one is three. And I have a thing with threes. You have a thing with threes? Yeah. What's your thing with three? You just like threes? I like numbers that are divisible by three. That's why I loved our wedding date. Oh, that's right. Because you said that. And I was like, I totally forgot even what divisible means. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean, now I know, but. Okay. You're listening to this show to be entertained, kids, not get smart. All right. I want to call Callie out on something she did not learn from yesterday's show. But again, She went back to the fried chicken restaurant and got more chicken tendies. (laughs) I see no problem with this. I am a grown adult and I eat what I want. Outside of breakfast, three consecutive meals at the same restaurant. And I'm guessing you got the same thing every time. The three-piece chicken tender meal and rice. Not sorry. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I'm grateful that my wife loves decorating for Christmas so much because we already have wrapped gifts under our tree. And I'm guessing that's as much decoration as it is being practical. (laughs) My name is Callie Dollar and I am grateful for wine. Okay. Operation Santa was a success. I didn't even know we were calling it that. Katie made that up because she needed to write about it in the pick me up newsletter. She's like, what are we calling this? And everybody was like, I don't know. I didn't really think of a name for it. But it was a success is not even the right word to use. I mean, we seriously were kind of in. Okay, here's the real scoop. So we said yes to like 60 kids because you were like, yes, we absolutely can do it. And we were like, okay, we'll probably like we'll meet those needs. Like we told the person with confidence that we would meet the needs. We did not think or at least I didn't. Jeff and I have not talked about this yet that it would, every need would be met in eight minutes. I knew, I was very confident, very, very- Jeff was scaring me too, because I'm like, this is going to be really embarrassing if we can't, like- I knew it was going to happen. I could feel the energy in our Facebook group and messages that I was getting on Instagram and phone calls that were coming in to our voicemail. I could feel the energy. I knew it was going to happen. I- had no idea that it would happen in eight minutes. 360 gifts purchased in eight minutes for 60 different children. I can't even wrap my head. Like, I just, it's not even one gift. Like, it literally, six gifts per kid. Like, my friend Rhonda from Instagram was asking me, she's like, hey, me and my son, I'm going to let my sons choose what needs they want to fulfill over dinner. Like, we're going to do that as a family. That's cool, right? And I was like, yeah. Yeah, that's great. Thanks for participating. That's awesome. And then eight minutes. So I'm like, I was thinking of Rhonda. I'm like, 
I totally told her that she'd be able to fulfill needs over dinner. And then we totally ran out. Well, you guys are awesome. You made it possible. This community truly is amazing and it never ceases to blow me away. I mean, from the, from the, you know, threads on the Facebook group with people helping and lifting each other up to uh, supporting us in every new avenue of this Callie and Jeff thing that we're creating to spreading the word. You all are amazing, but so many people went into making this, this such a success that we have to especially thank the people at Proposity, which is the app that enabled all of this to and happen. And T-Bird, who has been working with Proposity for weeks. Um, so many meetings, so many like, yeah, just she has been involved in this since day one and totally nailed it. Ari and Gabby, who are the ones who kind of coordinated everything between us and um, they're, they're facilitating the delivery, helping Santa deliver all of these things that we bought. So thank you so much to them. And Katie, of course, who named it. And Katie Burke, who writes our Pick Me Up newsletter. Um, she was promoting this like crazy and just amazing. And again, you, 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 this would not be possible without you. And I do want to say something, um, because I know there were some people feeling, well, I got a lot of really positive messages and someone said, I really wish that I could help this year. I just went through a divorce. I can't do it. My family usually does this and this isn't the year that we're able to do something like that. But I think it's really awesome to see this. And I wanted to take the opportunity to say like, it's okay if this wasn't able to be something that you're able to participate in this year, that's okay. And I think just the awareness of letting people know that there are kids out there that are concerned with this is really, really important. And that's what I said to the woman that I was talking to on Instagram today. Like it's not about the money. And if you're not able to give, it's okay. That doesn't make you any less part of this community, but knowing that those kids exist and that they're not forgotten and that you're sharing that there are kids like that um, out there with other people. And, um, it's just, it's just a beautiful thing. So the financial part of it is only one part of it. Hey, listen to your podcast this morning. Um, try to do this without crying. What a gut punch it was. Um, as a kid who spent nine years in my early childhood, um, going through the foster care system, I can't even express how important what you guys are doing is. Um, the lady who started this, when she talked about feeling like you have no control, completely 100% spot on, and I can tell you that 100% from experience. So I was so excited to see in eight minutes how all of the needs were met. It's just amazing and awesome. And, um, thank you. Are you about to cry? That no. <laughs> Jeff is like sitting here tearing up. It's well, it's so amazing that, that this community was able to do that. And like you said, it's not just about the financial contribution. It's about the awareness and it's about perspective. Like now on Christmas morning and leading up to Christmas, just keep these kids in mind and realize that, uh, as we talk about all the time, 
you have a lot to be grateful for. And if you're able to financially help someone less fortunate, do it. But if the only currency that you can spare is some good energy, then spare that. That's yeah. All, that's all it takes. A prayer, a thought, a good vibe. Sometimes that's, that's enough. Telling somebody know? else that there's kids out there that, um, you know, need to be thought of and prayed for and, and all of that. It's just really, um, a beautiful thing. So thank you. The magic of Santa Claus, who is a close personal friend of ours here <laughs> on, on the show. And we have been filtering through all of your emails and all of your, your notes to us about kids who are either on the naughty list or the nice list. We've been giving those to Santa, and he's been making phone calls as time permits. Owen recently got a phone call from Santa. Owen, six years old, and his uh, mom is the one who, who wrote the note and said, hey, Santa, I, I think Owen's on the naughty list. Can you check? And when Santa's receptionist called to, to set up the time, mm -hmm. Owen's mom reported that he had made a move over to the nice list. Oh, yes. that's awesome. Right. But, you know, I think we can all appreciate the fact that if you move from one list to another, it's you're on the fence. We got four weeks to go. Yeah. So you got to you got to stay on the straight and narrow in order to have a good visit from Santa Claus on Christmas Eve. Hello. Ho, 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 Owen. <laughs> My name is Santa Claus. How are you? Good. Do you have a few minutes to speak with me? Yes. Good. I wanted to let you know that just a couple of weeks ago, I saw your name on my naughty list. But this morning, when I got my update, it says you've been so well behaved that now you're on the nice list. Yay! Congratulations, Owen. Thank you. Can you tell me what you're doing differently that has you on the nice list? Is that is that Anderson in the background? I'm in the background. Anderson's in the front row. Oh, okay. Now, Owen, are you being are you behaving better at school with Mrs. Mason? Yes. Okay, good. What else have you been doing that's good? I've been getting the toothbrushes ready. You get the toothbrushes ready for everybody? I didn't know which brush my mom was because they both look the same. Okay. So did so that's why you didn't get hers ready? Yeah. Okay. What is the number one thing on your list? A bike with no training wheels and a bike with, yes, with training wheels and one Paw Patrol. Who gets the bike with training wheels? You? Anderson. Anderson. Okay. So the number one thing on your list is something for your brother? And me. And, well, yeah, and you. Well, that's really sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do you, do you love your brother? Mm-hmm. Is he going to be on the nice list? I think so. Okay. What's, what's he do that drives you the most nuts? Get on the couch, just fall off. 
That's what he just did. Well, tell him not to fall off the couch anymore. He doesn't cry, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's two and a half. How about how about your mom and dad? Are they naughty list or nice list? Mom's nice list. Daddy's naughty list because he burps about you and saying excuse me. And do you tell him say excuse me, Dad? Yes, and he still doesn't do it. And he still burps. Well, you tell him that if he keeps that up, he stays on the naughty list. Okay. Hey, do you know or do you have any very favorite Christmas songs? Um, once Jingle Bells, Batman Smells, Robin Hood, Batmobile, Come and Take a Gun Away. Hey. <laughs> all right owen well congratulations on getting on the nice list it was very nice to talk to you nice to talk to you have a great uh uh christmas christmas merry christmas merry christmas and can i ask a favor of you because everybody every christmas leaves me cookies and milk and I'm wondering if I could, at your house, just have a hot dog with just mustard on it. No ketchup, nothing else, just mustard. Okay. And could you also leave me a toothbrush with yeah. a little toothpaste on it and a glass of water? Yes. Okay, because I eat so many snacks, and I'm going to have so many cookies, and I'm going to have a hot dog at your house, and I would just like to have fresh breath. Okay. All right. I'll give you a new one. All right. That's good because an old one that somebody's already used, that would be gross, right? Right. Thank you, Owen, for talking to me. Thank you for talking to me. Merry Christmas. Love you. Love you. Okay. Bye. Bye. Because <laughs> he's a little upsider. He totally is. So uh, these kids kill me, and I love how everyone is so quick to call out dad. Like dad's right. always on the naughty list. Mom's always on the nice list. It's and it's interesting to note that the Jingle Bells Batman Smells song has made a. It seems to have made a comeback. Was that a thing when you were a kid? Because that was totally a thing when we were kids. I think so, but uh, I, I for some reason I feel like it went away for a while, and now it seems to be back with a vengeance. It does. I'm into it. I mean, how many Santa Scared Straits have Santa's how many calls for Santa Scared Straight has Santa made? Four? Yeah. And I think three of them reference that song. So yeah. uh Santa to 555-888 if you want to try to get uh somebody you know on the list for Santa Scared Straight, text the word Santa to 555-888. Okay, so we talked, when was it, a couple weeks ago about this month's, um, well, I guess it was, was it November? I, my months are off. Anyways, every three or four weeks or so, we're doing an upside underdog, which is an animal that is having a hard time getting adopted, but is a great candidate for adoption and would make a great family member. And I have not heard anything about Donna. Well, does that mean that she has been successfully adopted? Or no, does, she's oh. still sitting there. And now we're like over 100 days and we're almost to Christmas. And sweet Donna is still sitting at the Humane Society looking for a home. And her story makes me really upset. 
You have to go look at the video. We'll share it again on our social media. We'll put it up in the show notes also. Uh, but our friends made a video of Donna. Leah and Brian made this video. And it's so, so funny because Jeff was like, I want music behind it. That was like the only thing that Jeff really wanted out of the video. And um, <laughs> Jeff was just like, see if you can pick music that fits her personality. And they nailed, nailed it. it. Yes. <laughs> they nailed it. It's very like, do, 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 do. She is... Um, an old girl. She's like 10, we think. And she had a family for 10 years and then they move and they moved and they left her. And she's been sitting in the Humane Society after having a family for 10 years and she's blind to one eye. She's got this amazing underbite. Her name is Donna. I mean, hello, dogs with people names are the best things ever. And she's great with dogs. She's great with kids. She does not so much with cats. But um, if you have other dogs or kids and you feel like um, Donna might be a good family Remember, she is so cute and so sweet and she's, you know, slow moving, but she has a lot of love to give. She's just at the Humane Society and Howell Mill, right? Just mm-hmm. wait, just waiting to meet you. And um, we have covered her adoption fee. So no fees to go adopt Donna and give her a home in time for the holidays. Just have to say thank you real quick to our partners this week on The Upside. Hemp Fusion, partner number one. You've heard me talk about Hemp Fusion for weeks now, but maybe you haven't pulled the trigger yet because you're still confused. Well, go to hempfusion.com and learn about CBD. Learn about all the health benefits that CBD could provide you. Less anxiety, better sleep, even more energy. But more than that, learn what makes Hemp Fusion CBD the best. They blend their CBD with other natural ingredients that help the CBD absorb in your system and those other ingredients um, provide other uh, kind of supportive or supplemental effects to the CBD. So whether it's sleep or anxiety or energy or whatever, Hemp Fusion has you covered. Get 20% off by using the promo code UPSIDE when you check out at hempfusion.com. All right. So life insurance has been on our to-do list for a really long time. And if it's been on yours, make it a point to go visit policygenius.com. Basically, you enter in your information and they compare all sorts of policies for you back to back so you can see what the prices are, how they compare. And then once you're ready to decide on a plan, Policy Genius handles all the red tape so you don't have to do all of the complicated stuff that often comes with trying to decide on a life insurance plan. Let me tell you, it is so, so, so important to get life insurance. So please put policygenius.com on your list of things to take care of. Um, When you check out at policygenius.com, make sure when you say, um, they say like, how did you hear about us? Make sure you go to the drop down menu and choose the upside. All right. We have to talk about one that we, we talked yesterday's on yesterday's show about things about the end of the decade and things that you have to do like kind of before the end of the decade. And one thing got left off that list. So we have to touch on that here in just a second. One really, really important thing. But first we have to say welcome to a bunch of new listeners to the upside that have come from a few different places. One, we're hearing from people who were told over Thanksgiving break about this show by people visiting family. Thank you for that. Yeah, traveling out of town. So thank you for spreading the word about the upside. And to those of you who are new to the show, welcome to our family. We are so glad that you are here and we hope you love the show and we love to be a part of your day every day. 
And um, we also want to say welcome to people who are listening for the first time on Pandora. Pandora uh, promoted us in some of their emails and on their website over the past few days. So we have a whole bunch of new people who are checking us out from Pandora. So thank you to 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 Pandora for doing that, and thank you for you guys to you guys for coming on board. We appreciate it. Um, here's a little Callie and Jeff 101. Um, this show, this podcast, we call it a show, is the cornerstone of what I think is the coolest community on the planet. It's really, really awesome. So here's the thing. Like we are totally imperfect people. We love and appreciate kindness. We love and appreciate positivity. Um, we are in no way, shape or form form perfect. So, um, we are like a community of imperfect people, but we're supportive of each other and encouraging and just like to, you know, get back to pretty much basics, right? Like just hu human kindness. And, uh, we're huge advocates of both gratitude and finding the upside, which are kind of connected to each other. Oh, they're totally connected. We um, started practicing daily gratitude years, probably five or six years ago. Um, and we write down one simple or complex thing a day that we're grateful for. It takes like five seconds and it has changed our lives so much that that has become a cornerstone of not only our life, but this show. Um, and then we like to try to find the upside in every situation. And we don't gloss over the fact that life can be tough and situations can be crappy and things cannot always be amazing and perfect all the time. But we try to really fight for seeing the upside in every situation, even if that is is a lesson, a learning experience, a whatever. And there are times on the show where we talk and we're like, I can't find the upside right now. And then we kind of come back to it um, when we've had some time to like stew over it. Cause sometimes the upside takes learning what the upside is, takes some time. And I was talking with a friend yesterday at lunch and we were just talking about this, this community. And, and I've never said this out loud before, but it makes so much sense what this community does is we give every member permission to brag about all parts of the journey. Like, and what I mean by that is it's easy to brag about the promotion you just got at work or the new job that you've been going after or the school, the acceptance letters that you got or how easily you got pregnant, or how perfect your kids are. That Those are all really easy things to brag about. But people don't usually tell the story of their difficult journey. They don't talk about when they got, they don't brag about when they got fired. They don't talk about what a challenge it was to start a family or the frustrations of not being able to do that. They don't talk about not getting into their top five choices of college, right? But the, but the reality is there is something of value in every experience. And, and even when you're in it. Yes. Even when you're in it, even though it's hard to see, there is something value, valuable there. And I think what we do as a community is we give people permission to brag about the crappy stuff that they're going through or mm -hmm. have gone through. 
and share the lessons or the experiences or the challenges that they've learned or are facing. And to be open to other people saying, hey, I've been there. Here's what I've learned on the other side of it. It's going to be okay because sometimes there's a comfort. Actually, I think mostly all the time, it is a comfort to hear, hey, you're not alone in going through this and you aren't alone. And no matter what you might be going through, if it's something that's really hard, it feels more isolating than when things are really good. But that's what this space is for. Like nobody's perfect. Everybody has their own ish. And like, we're all here for each other. I had no idea how many people got fired from jobs until I got fired. And like, out of the woodwork, zillions of people. It was crazy. We're, we're, we're t- saying, well, I got fired a few years ago. I got fired last year. I got fired six months ago. I got fired when I was 20. I got this, that. All these stories of people whose, whose lives were turned upside down because they got fired. Somebody once told me that you never realize how many people have fought, are fighting, or have a direct close family member who is fighting a cancer battle until you have cancer. We're like a, um, we're like normalizing normal. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like a lot of people don't talk about things that are normal. So they seem not normal, but the truth is everybody goes through things and <laughs> you, there's no, yeah. And something the, something that you have to keep in mind is when we talk about these journeys is strength comes from going uphill. So when you get knocked down, like from a job loss or an illness or a, a challenge in your life or a financial difficulty or whatever, the the climb out of that is what makes you stronger. Mm-hmm. Like it's difficult to build a lot of strength if you're on a downhill slant, like if everything's going great and the, everything's even and all that. So you should brag about the opportunities you've had to get stronger. I think that's kind of a cornerstone of ours that we don't. And we're we're living that. I mean, we started the show, if, if you're new here, because my husband who had a 25 year career in radio got fired from his own show. And that was kind of, this was part of our battle to try to grow and be stronger um, through that experience because it was really hard. So um, we have been developing this show with our listeners since since one of the worst, hard, not the worst, but definitely the hardest points it was a, in it, our life. Yeah, it was a, it was a challenge. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so welcome. Jeff brought some our attention, all of our attention yesterday, um, that we are like one month away from a brand new decade. And on yesterday's episode, we were having a conversation about um, kind of respecting the journey that the past 10 years has been, mm-hmm. um, like not focusing just on where you are now, but looking at all of the obstacles and all of the stuff that you've had to overcome to get here mm-hmm. and like appreciating that. And it dawned on me, and this goes back to something that you said in one of your pocket podcasts a couple months ago, it, it dawned on me that in order to truly respect that journey, a big component of that for a lot of people might be forgiving themselves for the way they've acted in the past 10 years. Can you elaborate on that? Yeah. And it's not, I'm not just talking about, um, you know, like, oh, I was in college 10 years ago and I got so wasted at some parties and embarrassed my friends. I'm talking about there might be some people carrying heavy burdens that, 
they didn't spend enough time with a sick family member or they didn't pay enough attention to their marriage that eventually fell apart or they were they didn't have a great relationship with their kids or their parents or vice versa right and they might be holding that burden from years ago and i just think the turning into a new decade might be the time to grant yourself forgiveness and to use your word kelly some grace i think we are so well, no, I don't think we're quick to give grace to other people, but I think it's really hard to give ourselves grace. And I don't think that, I think we move through our day. I agree with you. I think, I think we're quicker to give other grace to other people before we give it to ourselves. Yes. Um, but give yourself a little grace. Use the end of this decade as a jumping off point for new and for change and to let go of some of the things that are weighing you down so heavily that you feel like you can't move. Because I think you have to at least, if you, whether it was a month ago or nine years ago, any, any decision that you're not happy with, any behavior, anything, whatever that you did right? You learned from it and you took something from it that is going to make you a better person in the next decade than you were in the last. So you should almost, this is going to sound so pandering to our show, but you should almost be grateful for that experience, right? Not forgiving yourself, I feel like is riding a bike with a backpack full of rocks. Like no matter how hard you pedal, you're going to end up exhausted and you're never you're going to hurt your back. It's you're exhausting. never going to be able to go super fast. Right. Like it just doesn't, when you think about that or the advice that you would give to someone else about forgiving themselves, like it doesn't make sense to ride a bike with rocks on your back. Like it's not going to teach you anything else. It's not going to make you stronger. It's going to hurt your back. It's going to wear you down. And eventually it's probably going to make you fall off your bike. So start using, with a few weeks left in the decade, start using this time to pull those rocks out of your backpack and throw them off into the ditch. So that Be done. by the time you get to 2020, that backpack's empty. And you, seriously, great analogy. And then you're Thank flying. You. You're, you're fl- usually the analogy master, so I'm kind of proud of myself for that one. <laughs> and I'm proud that I'm rubbing off on you and you're, you're using analogies. I like that. Uh, I got to say thank you to BetterHelp. They are fairly new to the upside, uh, but they are joining us because they know what advocates Callie and I are for mental health. And I know that you might be concerned, scared, nervous about that very first therapist appointment. Well, BetterHelp could maybe ease you into that because you can connect with a professional counselor in a safe, private, online environment wherever you are. Like, at home. You can video chat or talk on the phone. You just go to betterhelp.com. They've got specialists who can help you in so many different areas. And right now they're offering 10% off to upside listeners. Go to betterhelp.com slash upside to take care of that 10% off. It's secure. It's convenient. It's professional. It's affordable. And you can communicate with them in as little as 24 hours. Betterhelp.com, 3,000 U.S. licensed therapists across all 50 states waiting to talk to you. Betterhelp.com slash upside. I was telling Jeff and you um, a couple days ago that I have, I am amazed that I have friends that think that they can't do things as an adult for no 
reason at all. Like I have a friend who thinks that she can't swim because she doesn't have the right body type to swim. And I have a friend that says she can't ride a bike, but it's because her body proportions are off and she's just someone who will never be able to learn how to ride a bike. I think what, um, we gave our phone number out and asked people to call in and share their stories. And I think the pattern that developed is when you hit a certain age, you just give up on it and you just re- <laughs> resign yourself to the fact that you can't do it. Hey, Callie and Jeff, this is Jen from Monroe listening to the show and you asked for a call in on things that someone can't do. Um, I cannot whistle. There is just no way. I have tried. People have tried to teach me. I think it has something to do with placement of tongue and teeth or something. But anyway, love the show. Talk to you later. Bye. She can't She can't whistle because something's wrong with the placement of her tongue and her teeth. <laughs> hey, Callie and Jeff. This is Amanda. And calling on the segment about adults that can't do something. I cannot roll my R's which you would think in Atlanta was not a big deal, except I married somebody who is Hispanic with a last name that starts with R. So I can't even say my own name correctly, (laughs) at least in Spanish. I have to sound like a gringa, cannot pronounce my own name, Ramirez, which you're supposed to roll at the beginning. All right. Happy Thanksgiving. Merry Christmas. Bye. Hey, Callie and Jeff. This is Beth. I am 44 years old and I don't know how to parallel park. And I feel like at this age, I'm not going to learn. It's too stressful for me. Um, And I just try to avoid going any place where I'm going to have to do that. It just gives me anxiety, especially when I'm trying to do it and there's four cars behind me honking their horns at me. And it just is not going to happen. So I feel like I've made it this far in life. So I'm just going to keep on driving until I find the spot that I can pull into. <laughs> Thanks so much. Have a great day. Didn't you have to parallel park to pass your driver's test? I did. Um, I remember a three-point turn. I don't remember parallel parking. Yeah, we had to parallel park in Georgia. You had to parallel park to get your license. Uh, you had the, the f- whole first round of this came... Uh, because you have a coworker who can't swim and you have a friend who can't ride a bike, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, um, how about one person who can't do either of those things? Hey, Callie and Jeff, this is Susan from Woodstock. And I was listening to yesterday's podcast and you talked about not knowing how to swim and not knowing how to ride a bike. I can't do either. Um, I had a kid sit on me at the kiddie pool. <laughs> So I have a complete fear of water now. Just can't do it. Uh, tried to learn how to ride a bike. My parents didn't let me ride a bike because they were afraid I'd get hit by a car. And um, so that's that's me. Anyway, thanks. Bye. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Please make sure you've subscribed so you never miss an episode of The Upside. It makes me really happy that you like the way that I decorate. Oh, good. Like, Um, I didn't even know that you kind of noticed that I... I'm actually surprised that there aren't more decorations. Well, here's the thing with that is the decorations that I want, like my house goal decorations, you won't let me buy. 
Uh, don't say that. It's not that I won't let you buy them. That makes it sound like you're you're in some some male controlled marriage. Yeah, no, I'm not. But I just feel guilty. I just feel guilty about buying more. I did not say that we can't buy more decorations. I said that we have to go through what we currently have and get rid of some stuff. Which is totally fair. But I, anyways, we're, we're getting off topic. And like, aren't you supposed to buy decorations like the week after Christmas? Because then everything you want is like 70% well, off. Well, I was going to buy them on Black Friday. But, but then I was like. But they're not going to be on as on sale as they yeah, are. So after. maybe like after I'll do some after Christmas sales to like finish my sets of things. But don't worry, in my head, there's more decorating, and I'm glad that you like my style that is now our taste. Hi, guys. This is Colleen um, from Charleston. And officially, tenders are now going to be known as tendies in our house. Thanks to you both. Well, thanks to Jeff, really. But that has me cracking up laughing. I have no idea why. Tendies. Bye! We have our skylight frame set up in our kitchen and we absolutely love it. A skylight frame is a digital photo frame that lets you, when you set it up, set up an easy to remember email address so you can send photos directly from your phone to your skylight frame. And we absolutely love it. We also gave our email address out to T-Bird and Katie and they have been um blowing up our frame with pictures of their own, which is really funny because you wake up at our house and you never know who, who you're going to see on your skylight frame. Um, right now, because you are an upsider, uh, skylight frame is giving you a deal 10% off your purchase of your first frame. When you go to skylightframe.com, enter the code upside again, that's $10 off your purchase of a skylight frame. Just go to skylightframe.com, enter the code upside. Hey, Kelly and Jeff, it's Emily. And I was just listening to your After Thanksgiving podcast, and Jeff had made the comment about changing up Thanksgiving for 2020 and doing steaks, which I love that idea. But you also said that nobody craves turkey uh, any other time of the year, and I do want to contradict you because when I was pregnant with my son for my birthday in July, I asked my mother-in-law to make an entire Thanksgiving feast. So we had the turkey, the green beans, the mashed potatoes, the stuffing, like she went all out for Thanksgiving in July for my pregnant self. So it does happen once in a blue moon, but it did happen. Love the show. Love you guys. Thanks. Okay, so I cannot ride a bike. I'm not going to tell you guys who I am because I'm too embarrassed about it. I am in my 30s, and I cannot ride a bike. I have tried to learn how to ride a bike every decade. It doesn't work. I have really short legs, and I can't even hardly use the kid's bike. I've had multiple people try to help me ride one. It just doesn't work, and I am physically incapable of riding a bike as a 30-year-old woman. Hey, guys. It's Lisa from Canada. I have my son in the truck with me, and we've been listening to the show today. And uh, actually, it was the one with Coco in it. Jacques, my 8-year-old, wanted to say hello. Hi. And we love the show. Thanks so much. And we hope you guys have a very... Merry Christmas. Take care, guys. Bye-bye. Hey, guys. I, I'm a little behind on the show, but I, I just listened to the episode with, with Coco, and I, I just have to ask, can we please, please, please just do, like, two days straight of just Santa calls? I, I know Santa is busy. I know Santa likes his routine. Um, but, oh, my gosh, that... Coco made my absolute day, and I just think... 
kids on the good list, kids on the bad list, bad list. I think it would just brighten all of our days. I love you guys. Thanks for all you do. Bye. Hi, this is Donna from North Myrtle Beach, and I cannot roll my tongue. I heard it's a recessive gene. I guess it's the one I have, but I cannot roll my tongue. Bye. Hey, um, I had to I had to pause. I am catching up from the Thanksgiving break and all the and all the podcasts, and I'm listening to you talk about turkey on Thanksgiving, and I think. You're missing out. The reason why you have not been impressed with turkey is because you haven't had it fried. I am going to tell you, there's just nothing better. I mean, it is delicious. It really, truly is. And you have to have it fried, and then you will love it. Anyway, you're wrong about the whole turkey thing, but I love you, and I am so proud of all the outsiders for having met all those needs in seven minutes. I didn't even get a chance to look for anything because every time I check, everything was gone. All right, got to roll. Bye. Treat other people how you want to be treated. Don't be bossy and always be respectful to your parents, too. Love you. Bye.